Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Pfizer-BioNTech have developed a COVID vaccine for children between the ages of 5 and 11. I didn't know the kids as early as 5, or between the ages of 5 and 11, could be vaccinated. Let's talk about uh, what goes into vaccine development, particularly of this kind, what regulatory issues must be satisfied before such a vaccine is deemed safe for children. Paul Lucas is the former president and CEO of GlaxoSmithKline, and uh, Mr. Lucas has been on this program on a number of occasions. Paul, thank you very much for coming uh, back on the program. Good to talk to you. Yeah, good to talk to you, Roy. What goes into the development? Let's just start at the beginning. What goes into the development of vaccines? How does it all start? And then what happens if you start to develop a vaccine for 5 to 11-year-olds? Yeah, well, it's an extensive process, as we've talked about before. And um, you, basically where you start is uh, in phase one trials. So you give, it, give the vaccine uh, to a small number of candidates to make sure that it's safe and it doesn't cause anything uh, significant from a side effect point of view. So that's where they start. If it passes that test, then the company would take it to the next level, which is phase two studies. Uh, which is basically an extension, an expansion of the number of uh, individuals who are going to receive the vaccine. And the purpose of those studies would be to uh, make sure that the vaccine actually works well, and again, continuing to test whether the side effect profile is okay. And then finally, they get to phase three, which is uh, very large studies. And with these vaccines, we've been talking about 30,000 individuals receiving the vaccine, and again, they're studying effectiveness and side effects. And once that data is in, they have a pretty good indication that the vaccine is effective and safe. And then they proceed to putting a submission together to the FDA and Health Canada and other regulatory bodies uh, for approval. So that's where that starts. So, Paul, I understand the uh, the different phases in phase one, the trials on individuals to see what the response and the reaction is to the specific vaccine. Would that also be the case with five to 11-year-olds? Is that phase one still carried out? Uh, not specifically, but um, let me just say, first of all, what great news this is. Um, you know, Roy, um, you, you know, we have 80-plus percentage of Canadians or eligible Canadians vaccinated now, and it's uh, it's great that we're going to be able to vaccinate children under 12. Uh, there's another cohort in there under 5, and they're doing studies on those children as well. But where, where companies start with respect to children is uh, to make sure that it's safe, uh, so they give it to a number of, of children, make sure that there's no significant reaction. Uh, but then they do dose range, ranging studies. So they need to find the dosage that is actually going to work um, work with a minimum of side effects. So they push the dose down, down, down uh, until they've got an effective dose, but that it causes a minimal of side effects. So that's really where they start and, uh, and finish. And once they've done that, then they can run it in a few thousand patients. Uh, or children to see um, whether it protects them against the virus. And that's what Pfizer has done. They've run that study in over 2,000 children. Uh, And in addition to seeing whether or not it protects them against the disease, they actually measure their immune response um, in terms of antibody protection and that sort of thing to make sure that it's actually being effective. So nobody is immune to the uh, vaccine, regardless of age. Uh, and, uh, you know, children probably certainly have a, a more efficient 
um, defense system, internal defense system, immunity system, but but they're not they're not uh, impervious to uh, to to the COVID um, virus. No, that's right, not at all, and uh, that's why again this is very important that we that we vaccinate young children because although they don't experience the kind of symptoms that adults experience. You know, a number of, a certain percentage of children, if they get COVID, um, there are pretty significant ramifications of that. So we really do need to protect the children. And, you know, if we can do that, hopefully we can get closer to herd immunity and at the same time, you know, protect our schools, keep them open, keep the kids going there and keep them safe. Yeah. You and I had conversations, several conversations about the slow rollout of the vaccines in this country because of the federal government's inability to get its act together in the in the beginning. But as you look now at the percentage of Canadians who are vaccinated at least once over 80 percent, we can now really gauge the efficacy of the vaccines. Yes, absolutely. The efficacy and the safety, um, you know, clearly around the world now, hundreds of millions of people have received these vaccines. So, you know, the impact has been dramatic, Roy, and I think, you know, we talked about that when they were first discovered, that these are miracle vaccines, and they truly are, and I think it's important we don't forget that. When you get efficacy rates over 90%, and we haven't heard much about side effects of, of the mRNA vaccines particularly, um, you know, these these really are miracle vaccines, and uh, they, they are having a major impact. Um, you know, if you go back 20, 25 years, you know, this pandemic would still be going on. They'd still be looking for vaccines. And, um, you know, this, this pandemic would probably go on for another three years. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Paul, final question for you. When do you think it's likely that the vaccine for the 5 to 11-year-olds will be available? Yeah, well, I just based on previous experience and the fact that they do have the data now, uh, they will be putting, Pfizer will be putting together that data now uh, for their submission. They will submit it to the regulatory bodies, and they will very quickly review that data. It's not, you know, it's not brand, a brand new product, so uh, they can review it fairly quickly. I suspect uh, they will, we will begin to see approvals uh, clearly before the end of the year, and, uh, you know, I think we would hope that uh, vaccination would begin before the end of the year. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.